When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> Welcome to Thursday's episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast. I am your host, Craig Fowler, drafted in at the last minute after Robert Borthwick had to vacate the space due to work commitments with Studio Something slash a very, I don't know if I should actually say, a very famous brand in Scotland. Let's just put it at that. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky him. I am joined, of course, by Amy Canavan. (laughs) Hi, Craig. And if you could devise from that hmm, noise, Hmm. you and Taylor. Hello. Right, guys, like I said, drafted at the last minute, so this might be a bit slapdash, but we'll yeah. see. I have seen two games this week, and uh, I've read ex- extensively and watched the uh, extended highlights of another one, uh, and watched sports scene for the rest, so, <laughs> but uh, I wasn't expected to do this, but, but here I am, and here you are, mm-hmm. and we shall begin with the, well, I was going to say the most eyebrow-raising result of the midweek, it probably still, actually maybe you could say the Hibs was, but remember the nature of the victory, in, in Dundee United's 4-0 win over Kamarnock, or was it? Because, Amy, are Kamarnock just shit? I don't want to say that they're not the best side, um, but in the first half against Dundee United, they were absolutely dreadful. It was a terrible, terrible, terrible performance. In fact, I would just say the first 30 minutes in particular before the triple substitution from Derek McInnes, which was a masterstroke. Um, just yeah. a, just you know, only lost laugh. one nil after yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it genuinely, I, I do say it in jest, um, but it did really changed the game um, and uh, Derek McInnes was a, a very honest man um, again in his uh, in his post-match um, interview and admitted you know and apologised to his fans because he did get it wrong I'll give you a wee clue Derek if you're dropping your informed player Danny Armstrong I think that's mm. going to have a, a, a part to play um, but yeah they were just terrible um, in, in that opening half hour So what was the triple change? Um, so Ryan Alibuso went off and I really, really, really like him. Um, I, I think he's been a, a very good signing um, and, you know, they won't have him for long because he's uh, just on loan. Jordan Jones and Blair Alston um, all came off and Danny Armstrong, Rory McKenzie and Jack Cameron up top came on. Uh, Jack Cameron, Ennis Cameron. Ennis Cameron. Uh, who, who's Jack Cameron? No idea. Hmm. Don't know. Oh my God, I went to uni with him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's who he is. <laughs> so, okay, what? Might as well be. Fair enough, Jack Cameron. You're looking at me as if. I'm so sure he's a Kelly fan as well. <laughs> you, 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 you give me a look there as if to say, you're going to edit this out. No, absolutely I'm, not. No, no, you're, no, absolutely not. I would <laughs> watch him. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> There's a switching formation more, as well. It's more as me, me just going, who then is Jack Cameron? Have I just made someone up? No, I went to uni with him. Um, right. Anyway. It, did change change the game because beforehand, you know, um, in the goals that Kilmarnock. Sorry, conceded, just to wind back, was there a change of system as well? Did he did he d- depart the three at the back or was it still the three at the back? Uh, no, the, th- uh, the three of the back did shift. Um, uh, it did change, um, and the two two effect. 
because oh, it was just horrendous. Mm. Um, you know, the goals that conceded on the edge of mm. the box, um, the, the 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 gaps, the vacancies, um, just in and around the area. Eleven for I thought Glenn Middleton. I was really impressed by him. And again, he's one of those really hot and cold players, isn't he? Yeah. You know, he like if he pl- if he really plays well, he, he will set, set the set Heather alight. Um, and, and other games he can just go missing, but when he likes to turn it on, um, he, he can be quite the player. And I, I thought he was um, really really impressive. Um, a lovely link up play with, with Jamie McGrath for mm-hmm. Jamie McGrath's goal um, sort of like a one one two little flick on deflection a parry out from Zach Hemming who again I don't exactly think covered himself in glory um, all evening um, particularly for the for the first half mm-hmm. um, but I do have concerns about Kilmarnock now I, I do um, because Dundee United, I think if you asked me 24 hours ago, um, I just thought they're, they're definitely going down because Dundee United of late have just been really rather ranked to watch um, again um, after that sort of uh, false hope probably given by the, the Aberdeen victory. Mm. But then again, then they pull something like this out the back. But Dundee United only win in darkness. Dundee United only win at night. So They, they haven't won a game. What was it? I saw this. I saw this on Twitter. Or was it in fact, it might have been on our Discord the, the last time they won a game at three o'clock on a Saturday was in April. <laughs> so <laughs> thankfully they're playing at six o'clock. They had the six o'clock game on, on Saturday night as well. So yeah. just, just, uh, just to remind everybody, it's November tenth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, so that's they're, they're not point. a fan of of the daylight. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think they're. Um, it was a huge. It was a proper basement battle, wasn't it? Hmm. Um, and it's one of those that could properly swing. Um, Either side yeah. season, but then again, it might just fate Dundee United. I might just I, be I, I, right I, back still, I, I got faith. I do have faith in Dundee United. I yeah, don't really. So that's the thing. I just have less, less faith in Kelly. I don't think I necessarily have faith ah, in United. Yeah, that's, that's probably a good shout. But I do. I do. I don't. I worry a little bit because there is still the kind of. And I know it's hard. It's weird to say after a four 0 defeat, but mm-hmm. sorry, after a four 0 victory. But it was the same after the previous four 0 victory. They just kind of went back into mm. being a bit crap. And I do wonder whether there's just a kind of general malaise around the club that, that tends to happen. Typically, to Dundee United, actually, like a few times, at least twice in my life. Like, if you think about the team in the 90s, it was far too good to get relegated and somehow relegated, did. Yeah. And then Jackie McNamara's team, which was definitely not far too good to get relegated, but everybody before that season was picking it for, you know, mid-table, you know, possibly even top six kind of yeah. finish. And yet, it was just, just fun as well. Yeah, yeah just fun an absolute tailspin. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, I know this team is but, but, not, but not I do, off, yeah, because right? I, I, yeah. I do think there is there is a lot of talent in that side. Yeah. McGrath's a good player at this level. Levitt's a good player at this level. Fletcher has been pretty good signing so far. Mm-hmm. If you deploy Fletcher correctly, which is taking some time to do so, if mm-hmm. you just let him be the target man and not have to do an awful lot else, you know, then he's going to be a decent player for you. It's when they're trying to chuck him out and you know, uh, chuck him out wide rather, um, not just chuck him out, uh, chuck him out wide, and you know, you're you're not then. You're not only getting not getting the best out of him, you're not getting the best out of Tony Watt or, or Jamie McGrath either. Um, and, and Dylan Levitt took his goal really, really sweetly mm-hmm, last night as well. Um, it's, it's a really, really sweet finish. Like the Glenn Middleton free kick will get all the the chat um, and the attention, but the, the Levitt is um, the Levitt finish is, is lovely. And mm-hmm. that's the worry for Kelly because that all comes from trying to play out for them back, trying to build. Kerr McEnroy's totally dispossessed. Well, Kerr McEnroy playing at left wing back is yes. a strange it's decision a, to begin with. He's completely missing for the opening goal with, exactly. with Jordan uh, Jones as the man tracking Kieran Freeman. You did not want to be in that position. You did not want to be in that position. <laughs> I think I saw somebody on the, the Kelly film say that Jones doesn't have a defensive bone in his body, and that's probably quite accurate. Correct. Yeah. His best move yeah. was walking off. You know, yeah, uh, he looked nonplussed. And he, he, exactly, you know, no, like Blair Austin went off like there was a bit of a huff and there was mm. a wee bit of a, a jog, and I think like. I think he's a borrowed type. Like, if I'm talking about Dundee United at this level, saying they've got these players, and you could even mention guys like Ryan Edwards, a good defender at this mm-hmm. level. Um, Ross Graham had a good game. I'm not still not sure about his yeah. kind of full credentials, but Craig Sibold has, has kind of proven himself at this level. There, there's a number of guys in that team. You look at the Kelly team, and there's a it's lot very of very disjointed. Well, it's not, it's, it's not just that, because it was very disjointed, but it's also a bunch of guys you're like, are they good enough for this yeah, level? And, and I wouldn't say McEnroy's necessarily one of those, because I do think he has the, and the ability. In the right position. But there, aye, not, but there's guys, yet, but there's guys like yeah. Blair Alston. Is Blair Alston in 2022 a Scottish Premiership player? No, Blair Alston uh, will score worldies against Rangers, and that is it. <laughs> that is what he's done his whole career. Uh, but those are starting to dry up a bit. Uh, maybe if Rangers got relegated and he was you know, playing the championship, then I'm sure he'd, he'd score a couple. Oh, please, but, could that happen uh, again? <laughs> let's hope not. But uh, but yeah, the, he's just, I don't know, I, I think that the whole team 
is, I mean, Kelly were not a great championship team last season. Obviously, they won the league, but they, you know they weren't great. Ashley Lear made a big difference to them, and he, you know, and he is a, a you know a Premiership player. Did they bring in that many Premiership players over the summer? I mean, you know, I, I know Alan Power has his fans on his podcast. I, I I'm not one of them. Um, he's okay, but you know, if he's your sort of midfield linchpin, then you're in trouble. Liam Donnelly. Liam Donnelly. Is, Liam Donnelly's yeah, foul no. for the free kick as well. Like, how uh, yeah, I, how yeah. many people will have made money for Liam Donnelly playing a crucial role in a, yeah. in a Dundee United? Well, he's got somebody's uh, made money at Liam Donnelly's his agent, and he's yeah. deserved every single penny. <laughs> but he scored like five penalties at the start of a season once, and he's made a whole career. He has. Like, he's not like, any good. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Bizarre. Why is guys keep picking him? Uh, bizarre. And yeah, it's. Like obviously Daniel Armstrong's in a good form at the moment, but I mean I, I I'm afraid if I was a Gilly fan, I think that's probably his good bit of the season. Yes. I think we've had that. That's his hot streak. I'm Chris, not sure that's gonna continue. Christian Doyle just finished Chris. as a top flight player. Yeah. Ennis Cameron is not a top flight player. Yeah. Jack Cameron might be. Jordan Jones. Yeah, I mean it could be. He's just not had a chance yet. He's just not had a chance yet. Uh and, you know, and then Jordan Jones is Jordan Jones wasn't great for Samirin last season and has been you know, basically since he, he went to Rangers, he's not really been great anywhere so if that's and I know a lot of Kelly fans were saying you know, I, well, I think you know, once we get Jones into the team and you're know, Armstrong then we'll look a bit better and they just have a wee bump when mainly based on, on Armstrong's form recently but I 1. think it's a real in 8 away games for Colmar yeah. like this season whoa yeah. like it's not it's not ideal it's, yeah. it's, it's very similar it's similar to, to St Mirren they're, they're terrible travelling um, woes but even at home then St Mirren are very good at home mm-hmm. um, very 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 good at home C- Kilmarnock are not Com- very good anywhere no, no. like no. Kelly are okay at home but okay at best and if you're just relying on half your games being okay and then that's a, that's a real yeah. real worry um, you know it's it's tricky because then again looking at the, the substitutions like I'd, I'm not a Rory McKenzie huge fan, but Kelly fans are. So if like I, I, I don't see it. Maybe it's because I don't invest my time watching Rory McKenzie. Works hard, play. plays for the badge. Perhaps that's it. So fellow lawyer, no, apparently. <laughs> really? Oh, is he? Yeah, he's done a law degree. Huh. English that's why law, he was so. on the bench to start with because he was too busy doing that. Yeah, English law. What, yeah. Is that yeah, like is that like arresting people for getting there, there, and there wrong? <laughs> no, you could only do English law in from the Open University. So all oh, right, okay. we have a different we have a different legal system up here. Yes, we do. So we have Scots law. Scots uh, law for well. journalists. Scots law for journalists. It's only it's only a book for uni. I think I've held on to. Well, there you go. Good. Even though it'll be massively out of date by now. Yeah. But just to remind myself about defamation every now and again. Can I say that? <laughs> well, oh, no, not at all. Oh, I'll delete it. that tweet. Yep. Uh-huh. He's going to phone you in. Um, but yeah, no, he's. We now have a tennis lawyer. <laughs> we do. We do. Uh, but I'm very expensive, so I wouldn't advise that. Um, but, uh, Can't even do as a solid. Get on Liam Donnelly's agent. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, so yeah, he's uh, he's done his English degree, or he is doing it. I think he's yeah, I think he's done it. But it was in, it was on the Kelly website uh, this week. Joins the, the El Pedro footballers like uh, Stuart Armstrong. He's got a law degree. Yeah, no, I know Jerry that. Britton that was a practicing lawyer. Referee he's Kevin Clancy class. does, doesn't he? Kevin Clancy is a partner at uh, a big law firm. He better not be. He's not like an, an attorney and like... A, he is in court. Yeah, he court. does really? court stuff, yeah. I would never believe him. Yeah, I don't he just looks know. scared all the time. He's not criminal law, but he does, I think he does like licensing. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. So it's not... So he has to argue. Right, if it was it, criminal law and he was like, if he was trying to tell me that his client didn't do it, I would just look <laughs> one look at his face and be like, you're, you're hiding something here. You're you're terrified. You know well, something. Well, yeah. And the, the exact same as the example. prosecution. I'm like, you, you know this is made up. Well, I would just never believe his face. I know it was a red card. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Right, yes. let's uh, move on from the, yeah, the, yeah. the little chat about lawyers <laughs> to... No, there's no link for that. No. Submitted <laughs> to St. Johnston 2. And, ah, actually, somebody on the dock after this one was mm. Stephen Robinson. Because this, as well as St. Mern have done this season, this, the home fans weren't happy with 
his kind of negative tactics and the team's mm. negative tactics in trying to close out this game. He made some substitutions to take off some attacking players when they had St. Johnson pinned back. St. Johnson, who, by the way, had had a man sent off yeah. and were away for home and were losing and, and not Darcy playing very Johnson. well. And Arthur Johnson. <laughs> yeah. And he took off a couple of attacking players. The, the players started taking the ball into the corner and they eventually got punished six minutes in injury time mm. where Nicky Clark, who... I think we've, we've kind of said it already on Monday, but it has to be restated once more. One of the signings of the season so far. Yes. Silly people who said that he wouldn't <laughs> be a good signing for St Johnston. I don't know who those silly I, people are. I don't know. I've um, always rated Nick Clark. Were you one of them? Especially when he was rated. No, but I'm 100% sure that Ewan was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I checked right. back the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> No, I never. Yeah, no. You definitely I did probably say, would have said that. I'm yeah, sure you I, did. I, 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 I think I, I, like I also said that we all made fun of it. I paid money for Nicky Clark. It looked ridiculous. Yeah. I yeah. don't know, I was just going genius, apparently. Um, yeah. No, I I watched this game. I um, worked this game. I took, like, you'll respect me for a, a second, fella. I had the Celtic game at the weekend and had St Johnston yesterday for my match report on the whistle. Mm. Furious. Because um, not only does it <laughs> go from, like, St... Exactly, it's like, oh, St Mirren win, they come from behind, woo-hoo-hoo, to ten man St Johnston, <laughs> claw back, mm. and it's just... Oh, through it. It, and it was through a great goal as well so you want to watch it and then you're like oh I've got a, a, a thing to write here but, as, um, as, I, as I often uh, tell people when they ask about my job and stuff and, and being impartial and I'm like trying to say there is there is a certain amount of fandom that kind of leaves you because of hearts it's different obviously if we're playing Hibs or, or Celtic or Rangers or like it's a really big game I hated Celtic on <laughs> from the 89th minute at the weekend yes. hated them despised yeah. them but if you're uh, if, I'm, if I have a, a report especially if it's a midweek game where there's literally a deadline and it's not just a case of oh this was a bit late yeah. for reasons like it's literally yeah. the, 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 the desk yeah. need it yes. in as <laughs> soon as possible yeah, yeah. and hearts are Hearts are 1-0 down. <laughs> Stay down. Right. And then we've got a corner. I'm like, don't score. <laughs> I don't care. I need to file this. It's all written. Uh, it's so yeah, yeah. You, you have my uh, empathy and sympathy. Mm. Went from like a tight 2-1 with Celtic to a 2-2 ridiculous Dundee United comeback. Then 3-2 win and then a 4-2. What the feck yeah, has yeah. happened? Um, unfortunate. Yeah. At least with BBC you don't have... You won't have a word count, will you? No, but we have a, a weird thing that, like, the, the top four paragraphs um, have to fit in, like, a, a certain size. All so, right. um, there's, like, a, a, a box sort of thing. Um, I think it's, like, 16 lines or something like that. And it has, right. to, it has to sort of, like, fill Sorry, that. that would yeah. be so a it's pain. as good as. Um, so you can't just, like, oh, quickly change that, revert it, and then we'll, we'll go and fix it. It has to, like, fill that sort of, like... For, box basically for print it would have been even worse because then you have to describe exactly. the Abada goal as well yeah, exactly you have to exactly break <laughs> it down I can at least then just chuck it okay uh, the, there's two quick goals from Kugo and, and, uh, and Abada but last night yes uh, Nicky Clark's aerobic overhead kick I, I would say as 96th minute overhead kick winners go this was quite a bad one of those you but it's one of those overhead kicks where you on. just sort of you just sort of it sits kind of, down. It's, it's, an, like, it's even, a better it, ball. I, I, I think I it's a nicer ball. Does it even qualify as an overhead kick? Yeah, yes. I, I want him to be it's airborne. It's more of a kind of It's Nicky Clark. See, if it was Kugo, I would say no, but it's Nicky Clark, so let it happen. Like, it reminded me of Bilal Mosny's overhead kick against Stenhouse Muir uh, back in the day. We just, just sort try, of, oh he scored God. as he was sitting down. And it was just one of those. I, I was expecting them to be like airborne. I wanted Nicky Clark to like, his foot to be like above the, the crossbar type of thing. It wasn't that. So I was slightly disappointed. O'Hara's goal though. That was a good goal. Yes. Mark O'Hara's goal is, was worthy of winning the match. And I understand Stephen mm. Robinson's frustration there because that is an absolute peach. It is a cracking goal. Mm. Um, but was he too negative? Stephen Robinson. Mm. Um, I did say that you know their um, their very evident plans of running down the clock faltered, capitulated. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it was uh, dreadful. If that is what you if you're trying to run down the clock for as long as they were, you know um, it, it really when the opportunity what, is there to just go kill it. Exactly, it very much was that that was what they were playing for. You know, and you did have you had even Mark O'Hara up in the corner trying to run down the clock and. I know um, that, that Stephen Robinson doesn't think that there should be that much time added on anyway. Um, obviously, the, the amount of time added on is the the, the time it took for the, the red card decision, which is worthy, well worthy yeah. of a mention because, again, that was just 
uh, this was my game in the office and rightly so people are going right to me well then what's happening I'm like I don't have a clue because he was giving he was, so Alex Mitchell has shown a yellow card by on-field referee mm-hmm. Ewan Anderson mm-hmm. and I I thought it was just a yellow I did you know yeah. he, he goes nah, I, I agree with you I, I saw Ewan's chat in the discord mm-hmm. I agree with you I thought it was a red I yeah. saw he, went, he goes sliding in it's a slippy surface and I and understand it's maybe a little bit high but there's not I don't think there's a lot of intent I think it lifts his yeah, foot I think it's like the, you know like you sometimes oh yeah you try to pull out of that you did the opposite you tried to pull in yeah, he, 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 he was in he'd already gone through the tackle and then push he was in, like, baby. yeah push in I suppose pull, pull out push in you can't uh, pull he, in no you can cannot you? Uh, no yeah well, you can Some, pull no, something in somebody else it. oh yeah sorry but that doesn't really make sense in the, in the context of the tackle anyway I like to say, so anyway he was, he was through the tackle it is a slightly surface but what you don't need to do then is lift your, once you've already sort of won the ball and taken the man to lift your foot into him which is what he did so I thought it was a, a clear I, I couldn't believe he didn't give it in, I felt it was slightly harsh and then it was a few minutes again that you know it wasn't then immediately going over to VAR like the yellow was shown put away like we were moving on with our lives and then um, Ewan Anderson trotted over and I think it was Mike Roncone, um the, the VAR referee um, that's a new name to me and it certainly wasn't a name that I was familiar with. It's <laughs> um, not a name that I've ever heard. Well, Ron Cone. I actually thought it was quite referee. weird. I can't remember which game it was, but there was. I know it's been like this all the time, but it was one of the midweek games. They said who the referee was in the in the studio. Mm. And it was like one of our, you know, quote unquote better ones. Mm. I just kept thinking. They just kept, the thought just occurred to me. Why? Why does it have to be the better ones in the studio? Yeah. Like surely anybody who is qualified enough to referee at the SPFL at any level can watch clips over Outside. and over again yeah. and come to a decision. Whereas surely you just want why why are we taking six of our well the exception of, of Mike Roncorn? What was his name? <laughs> Mike Roncorn, I'm sure. Ron, Roncorn. Yeah, exactly. It's a new name on everyone. Yeah. Like with the exception of him. It's, mm. it's usually like guys we've all heard of, guys yeah, who referee right. the top flight. Yeah, so why, why are we taking them? Whatever, aye, yeah. Why are we so taking like, them away from the pitch names. and putting them yeah. into the into the in this studio, wherever, wherever the hell they are? Yeah. yeah. Two T V. Mm. That is that's yeah. the, the, the I better the, not give the address. Um mm. in case you Punters want to go and <laughs> smash up the VR screen. Um, but I well, document the QCV. Um, so I'm, I'm safe for mm. now. Um, but th- that wasn't also the, the only decision that the first half decision, oh my goodness, for the penalty. That was a extraordinarily lengthy yeah. VAR decision. For one that is. For blatantly obvious. Yes. Um, evident right away that it was a penalty. Evident yeah. right away. And I, and I totally, totally understand Stephen Robinson's frustration there because, as you say, that shouldn't take that long. It, it simply shouldn't. Mm. Um, it's not, and uh, I don't want to go over old ground, but um, or you know suggest that I have a, have a bias. But if Alexandro Bernabe's at the weekend as a penalty, you know, then the the, the the ball there then yeah. on on Scott Tanzar, you know that that's a flying trailing arm. You mm. know, it's not just a, a an arm out. It's it's well that's not within his body shape I don't think anyway Um, and eventually of course then the right decision was made um, off of Dre Wright's sort of chipped effort in in towards the box but it took a ridiculous amount of time for that penalty to be awarded and that's when it's a real killjoy Mm. because Mm. that should just be fucking killjoy anyway but that's just a a blatant penalty and if an on-field referee can't see that then that's concerning as well because the linesman has a great position it's it's between you and I Fowler do you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. it's it's at that area as well so it's not on the other side of the box it's his side of of the box it's right there it's a flying arm yes the correct decision was eventually made and I know that's what we still be happy with but I think when it takes so long that You'd is rather have the wrong decision quickly than the right decision after like, it takes five minutes yeah I would I don't care enough to because like, yeah. especially like with so much stuff it's, uh, like, it's the same arguments over and over again let's let's, mm. start, yeah. let's forget about but that but it's a home form still uh, mm. very very strong mm. um, good point for, for St Johnson away and again and it keeps them so tight you know that's mm. still level on points um, only separated on goal difference and uh, I think it will certainly keep the men- momentum up with St Johnson that they've, they've gathered and um, you know they're just they're they're just playing really really well right now, um, and while maybe against St Mirren that wasn't the, one of their better performances, because um, I don't think it, it was. I thought St Mirren were very very much in control before um, St Johnson did get that that goal, but they're able to to grind stuff out. I think they found the right balance in defence as well, and I think that 
it's a bit surprising yeah, coming into the campaign, but I think that balance means Liam Gordon doesn't play in the team. I was just going to mm. say, because Alex Mitchell is better. And Again, without Liam Gordon, neither Mitchell nor Gordon suit playing on the right of the three. Yeah. Uh, whereas Ryan McGowan very much does, and Andy Considine has made a living out of doing it on the left. Yeah. And even when they went down to ten, you know, losing um, Alex Mitchell, obviously St. John, uh, St. Mirren, sorry, then then dominated the ball, and but it's, it's a wonder goal that that does put them mm. ahead. Um, St. Johnson were very resolute, and if you actually just turned the game on, I don't think you probably would have actually noticed um, that, that they were a they were a man down. Other than you would just maybe have thought, yes, St. Mirren are just you know mm. dominating as, mm-hmm. as the home side, mm. which they, they are doing against many teams at St. Mirren Park. Mm. A team that dominated but didn't get any points, let alone three, was Aberdeen, who went to the Tony Macaroni Arena, slipped into yeah. a two-goal deficit inside the first fifteen minutes. And couldn't claw it back. And mm. yet again, our old friend VR had a wee part to play. Handball mania. Yeah. It was great. Uh, the, yeah. I think I think they're all penalties. Yes. Yes, they are. I mean, two... Two of them, two of them are just because they're shy Yes, yeah, two short kings trying to protect their wee faces. <laughs> wee faces. Cowardly. <laughs> very cowardly. It's, I mean, yeah, Baron and, and Holt, I mean, that's, that's poor. But they're two that nobody noticed. Yeah, at, at the especially the eye, especially the barren one. Yeah. Everybody, ah. it lets the reports were for anybody inside yeah. the ground. Play goes on for like a minute. Yeah. Well, oh, sorry, play goes on and then Nicky Devlin hauls booked, down yeah. Duke. It's booked. Yeah. It's booked for a passage of play that really doesn't exist, weirdly. Yeah. And then, still that booking stands. Yes. Yeah, and they're, they're ready to take the, the free kick and then suddenly there's a VAR check. Nobody knows what for. Everybody yeah. has a clue. <laughs> yeah. Nick Walsh runs over, eventually gets the word in his ear, stands there for an idiot, like uh, for about a minute, like the referees have to do, yeah. and then runs over. And again, with stuff like this, like we said, do we have to do the checks for every single one? Or maybe this one he would, but like, so did the referee, did uh, Ewan Anderson, did he have to run over to check it in the. For both ends of the J went over to the monitor. Yeah, yeah. so like with that one, why? Why does he have to go to the monitor? Why is the referee goes that? By the way, that is a blatant penalty. Just give the penalty. Yeah, you don't need to see it. Just just take the, so, take the word for it. Yeah, but he then has to run over and then eventually the penalty is decided. And, and it's only like after the game that anybody inside the stadium, the paying punters, only find out what's, unless they go on Twitter. Yeah, it's yeah. only after the game, watch highlights, find out exactly what, what that penalty what was that given was for. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's not ideal. It's not ideal. But um, I thought it was an interesting game, though, actually, you know, uh, VAR aside. Um, uh, like, tactically, uh, I, I think Aberdeen have a bit of a problem with this back three that they've been playing because I think there's quite an obvious way to counteract it and it's by playing a front three against it. Yeah. Uh, because McCrory and, and Scales can't defend one-on-one very well. And well, they certainly couldn't against Rangers. Exactly, and th- that's what it reminded me of because you know, uh, Livingston had um, Nibley on the left, Anderson through the middle, and Bambula uh, on the right. And I mean, with, with Nibley and Bambula, Mr. Bartondale, you're really spoiling us because they are great fun. Both they are, they're the tremendous, same. tremendous. I mean, yeah, you you did uh, flirt with cancellation on Monday's show by confusing yes, him with another uh, <laughs> man of African descent. Yes, you did. Yes, but uh, now we're established that who he is. Uh, he's great. He did a Rabona. But for no real reason. No, no, if he'd actually done a normal cross, he probably would have a better chance uh, of creating a goal. But he got he it, flaunt it. Yeah, but he was he was causing scales, all kinds of problems. Nubly was giving McCrory a torrid time. Uh, and and it's just it's just that setup where they really I mean Aberdeen obviously a lot of teams in in the, the Premiership have played like a back three, but a lot of the time really it's a back five. Aberdeen really do play a back three because Richardson is high, McKenzie in this game uh, on the left is high. And they really they are exposed uh, that back three. If if you tie up Stewart with a you know with a striker that he has to look after, um, then you know the, the, I don't think McCrory and skills really. Was it, was it Bruce Anderson again? Bruce Anderson, and he yeah. is somebody you have to look after. Exactly, yeah. So uh, and you're on if the, if the the striker you know the central striker sort of maybe goes deep quite a lot, then Stewart has to follow him, and it just it just causes a bit of chaos and that the rest of the team are you know the rest of the Aberdeen team just aren't particularly well equipped to to deal with that defensively. Um, so, so that was you know how the how the uh, the half the first half started and uh, Livingston were sort of all over um, uh, Aberdeen for that that section of the game. Obviously, go two and up, and then I suppose game state then comes into a wee bit where Livingston have a two goal lead, mm-hmm. so they're you know they're not going to be going great guns. But Aberdeen did come into a bit more. I, I wouldn't have said really played particularly well first half, 
for, for any of the first half. Um, but obviously get the get the penalty uh, at the the end, which uh, Miofsky misses and then misses the follow up. Then there's a tactical switch half time. I presu- I don't I didn't see that McCrory was injured. I think he was just subbed um, for for Matty Kennedy and Aberdeen went to more of what was I would say more of like a four three three, but a wee bit lopsided in that Duke was sort of more of a sort of striker playing mm-hmm. off the left and and Kennedy was more sort of a, a natural winger, and that meant that uh, our pal Bambula had to like run back. Uh, and try you know because that's you know then then he's having to track the fullback, uh, and the you know and the Devlin's having to deal with a uh, with a bit more with Duke, and yeah, Bambula cannot defend at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I also heard that old friend running after Ma- uh, Jack McKenzie, and Jack, I don't think Jack McKenzie practically would be looking really I was, dangerous. I thought it was weird that he started and Coulson didn't. Like I know yeah. Coulson maybe went off the ball the last couple of games, but I still say that Coulson, for what I've seen of both players so yeah, far in Scottish football, is a yeah, better player. I would say so. Yeah, that's slightly slightly weird, and I also wonder if when Johnny Hayes is fit, if that's going to be his position. You would think so. In which case, Coulson, Run. I don't know. Yeah, Coulson just won't be maybe a, a factor. Uh, I don't know, but um, but yeah. So that 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 tactical switch. I mean, Bamble I think went off that sort of sixty odd minutes because that just wasn't working. Um, but uh, and later in the yeah. game, our old friend Ishmael Goncalves made an appearance and <laughs> yes. just apparently looked completely disinterested. Oh, he, was, he was terrible. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> so is yeah, it, is he off and gun? Yes, yes. So and, you know, and that you know was then a game of two halves, and Aberdeen then proceeded to to batter them. Um, so and then you know, and obviously uh, get another penalty. Um, for another handball, which is the only one that I think yeah, Miowski actually did notice this in real time, but was it's a bit not it, his hand is out from his body, but he's actually he's actually fil- trying to fill Miowski in a more conventional way mm-hmm. and give away a penalty. The ball just lands on it, <laughs> and the ball lands in his uh, lands Respect. in his arm, um, and uh, you know gives away a penalty. I mean, I, these handball penalties just in general, it's annoying because I, you know if you think of VAR decisions, then you always think of offside, or I think of offside. And handball, mm-hmm. and it's because it, handball's not not exactly, but almost a case of it's handball or it's not in the rules, mm-hmm. and therefore that's when the referee, you know, and the, and the um, you know the VAR officials will give them, will tell referees to overturn their their opinion. Whereas, like I'm still seeing it, most corners, uh, people are still getting their shirts pulled. Yeah, that's but no one, but the VAR isn't uh, isn't pulling that up, and now that is actually intentional cheating. Whereas yeah. handball, I mean, we unless, unless you're penalties yeah. a game, yeah, but why not? But, but, but you're why not give them because then that's oh, just so you can have thirty <laughs> yeah, exactly, penalties yeah. a game. Yeah, I want Shaklet to score twenty goals. So, <laughs> but yeah, and a game. So, yeah, uh, I, I've, I've got better than Shaklet to be top goal scorer this season. Yeah. So yeah, please thirty yeah, penalties in exactly. a game. So, but <laughs> Shaklet scores twenty seven. But that, that to me is a bigger problem because basically, unless you're actually you know trying to save the ball, you know, like you're um, a a younger, for example. Um, earlier that season when he actually makes a really good save that that's intentional handball yes. that's probably the only in- actual intentional handball really oh it was a great save um, it was it kind of feels like because of VR being introduced that wouldn't have been given <laughs> yeah. initially as well <laughs> we'd have to wait yeah, for yeah, five yeah. minutes yeah. for that decision yeah. to be made mm. yeah, his face. <laughs> so yeah so that, I find that a bit annoying that they aren't more willing to sort of overrule it's almost like you assume that a referee has seen everything apart from you just assume he hasn't seen handballs um, so, so yeah, I, I find that a bit, a bit, a bit annoying because it's it's not really intentional cheating, um, and uh, yeah, there's. there's so you're okay with unintentional cheating? Unintentional. If it just hit, if you have your arm, because even even the Sinbin one, which is a penalty, right? His hand is in a natural position, but it's only there for like a split second. It's in a natural position, going to a natural position, but then when the ball hits it, it's, you know, well, his Alex over Mitchell's his legs bit. only in yeah. a dangerous <laughs> yeah, position. Well, but yeah, so, it's, half a so, it, so it is a penalty, but it's like it's also unlucky because if Dre Wright doesn't hit the ball exactly, you know, it doesn't basically you know try and hit this uh, sort of dangling penalty worm that uh, <laughs> that um, the Samir player has, Tanzar, then you know, so you and you do get players trying to like yeah, aim right the dangling penalty. <laughs> I stole I stole that from Ken Early, uh, second captains, but um, but yeah, so you know, and there is an element of trying. Your know, players maybe I don't know if Scotland will do this, but at, at certain levels they will try to hit the their opponents' you know, arms, and if they're out from their body for a, for you know just that split second, maybe could be a come pretty in, good player to be able to think I'm going to hit that part of their body. I'd say Manny did it in the Champions League. He final. fucking did. Yeah, cheating bastard. <laughs> that was a penalty. Um, so, Manny's so yeah. not the Tony Macaroni though. <laughs> no, he's not. But 
you know, the but yeah, just the handballs are annoying me. But as a, uh, overall, good game. Aberdeen probably, I think they ended up with like over four XG, um, but they did have two penalties within that. But mm. uh, they, they they had their chances, and and yeah, they, they should have got at least a draw really out of it. So I, I wouldn't. It's not a, a, a performance I would be massively worried about if I was an Aberdeen fan. Other than, uh, I, I do think this back three might be on the way out. A team that should be massively worried about their performance and. A back three might be on its way out as well. <laughs> Indeed. Hibernian, beaten 2-0 at home by Ross County. I was at this game. Holy Christ, this first half, this, well, this entire game really, but the first half especially. Awful, awful, awful game of football. Mm. The second half wasn't really much better in terms of the football played. However, I had a good time giggling my arse off <laughs> at how raging the Hibs fans in attendance were. At how just utterly insipid... There's been was. a lot of rage on multiple platforms after that. I don't mm. think I've seen um, Hibs yeah. rage quite so intense. I saw, I saw a lot of Hibs fans describe, describe it as one of the worst performances ever they've seen at Easter Road. And it's hard to necessarily... I mean, there, there's, <laughs> there's a lot stiff of, opposition. There's, there's yeah, stiff surely. opposition. But in, in recent seasons, certainly, like, you think about the context as well. Mm. Hibs, not in particularly great form in terms of results... But performances haven't been bad. They should have beaten Dundee United. They should have beaten St. Johnson. Both, both, both of them games they should have won really easily, not just in terms of winning the game. They then, I mean, I, mean, I know St. Mirren are bad away for them, but they absolutely stroll all over St. Mirren. Mm. And even the Aberdeen game, yes, they lose, and it's part of the old kind of brittle Hibs mentality Playing thing. Playing well first half. Playing really well first half. It falls apart as it mm. tends to do at Hibs. Mm-hmm. This was just shocking. Mm. And it's against a Ross County team that just last month they went up to the Highlands and played them off the park. Yeah. Now, I'll get to counting in a second what they've done to, to change the team and to change their fortunes and maybe looking like they themselves might not be the, the team to go down. Um, but it's... Actually, I was going to kind of extend that point, but I'll, I'll just yeah. go back to Hibs for, for the meantime. They came out in this game and just looked like it was a game against Ross County in the bottom six midweek in May mm. with nothing riding on it. Mm. There was absolutely no intensity whatsoever about that Hibs side with maybe a little bit in the opening 10, but once kind of Ross County adjusted their shape slightly, there was just nothing. They were so pathetic, really. There was, just like, there was yeah. nothing going forward in an attacking sense. And they held, the county had created nothing until the very end of the half. Jordan White had a, a good chance that was cleared Pretty much a goal-denying uh, block from Paul Hanlon. Mm. And then they got a, a couple of corners and then they scored for, for one of them with um, George Harmon scoring uh, twice in, in yeah. two games. Odd. Second half, they did raise the tempo a bit after a change of formation as well, which saw them go to a, a 4-4-2 with Ryan Purchase at fullback. Um, and he kind of he was kind of mostly, I would say mostly responsible for kind of raising the tempo by charging forward but as I, I saw some Hibs fans saying and, and I agreed with he kind of lost his composure a bit towards the end of that game and you can see that with the, the second goal where he just goes charging towards <laughs> it for no reason and it just allows just himself to be ah, it just allows yeah. himself to be beaten far too easily mm. and then yeah Jakovic scores with 10 to go there's still plenty of time to get yourself back in the game but the place just evacuated at that point and the, the only fans that stayed just stayed till the end <laughs> to boo the players off the park and then Oh, the, the piece de resistance. Afterwards, the players done the usual, go around, clap the fans, and the fans booed them back. And oh! Yeah, that's what you want. Oh! Lee Johnson with his wee hand up, saying as if it's his fault. I orgasm slightly. <laughs> it's fucking great. I thought it was odd um, how much Johnson, after the game, basically, you know, he, he was obviously saying, oh, he wasn't good enough, and it's, you know, I wasn't good enough, and, and you know, all the sort of usual things that um, the manager will try to say to get the fans back on side. But he also said, like, he basically focused on purely on crossing. He was like, oh, we didn't, we didn't cross the ball well enough today, and I don't know, they do it in training, they're really good at it. And, and I, I thought that was, I mean, is, is crossing being that important, you know, to, to, to Hibs team playing at home to Ross County, is that actually a good tactical approach? Against Yakaviti, Baldwin yeah. and I Johnson? Would say, probably I would not. say no. And, and actually, is it a good approach? This is this is also come from a man who's watched his team cross the ball about a thousand times in the last what three games. What was the stat the other week? 74? 70 odd, yeah. 
I, I hate I hate crosses in football in general now. So, <laughs> so I just so that, that that comment sort of made me think. Hang on a minute. So I, I look at like the stats for Hibs. So uh, this is all like per ninety. So in the league, they're ranked third for shots, third for crosses, third for touches in opposition box, third for corners. So they're second for for headed shots, um, and they're the third in XG overall. Now, apart from an XG where they're, they're a wee bit closer to the sort of pack, and all of those, they're significantly ahead of the, the, you know, everybody else, and they're just behind Rangers and Celtic. So they're, you know, and, and, and all those metrics, by a distance, the third best team in the league. But then if you look at, um, you know, and they're also sort of third for um, for possession, again, quite quite a bit uh, above everybody else, um, and you know, and third for passes and, and passing accuracy. But then when you get down to the, uh, the not-so-good uh, stats so the fifth for cross accuracy was probably not too bad I mean there's not much that's, that's alright especially if you that's okay. yeah. for attempts yeah um, but they're only the seventh biggest goal scorer in the league they're, they're ninth in terms of the XG per shot uh, and they're tenth uh, in, percent, in terms of percentage shots on target ranked in the league and and I think it's probably that, that says to me that they're making loads of bad chances Mm. And that's because they're just pinging. You know, their whole focus is get the ball wide, get get the ball into the box, and it's all headers and all you know flashing across goal. And you've got you obviously you've got Kukurevich in there who's scored a header, maybe two. But you know, to me, that's I, I think Hibs have players that could be or or, or should have players. Um, you know, your Ewan Henderson's who's maybe not fantastic moment for like Boyle mm. and so on. They, they could create different types of chances. Maybe Ewan as well, who's fallen out of it. You know, he's not oh, a he's, winger. He's, he's not a winger. He's that a, pa- he's a well, Johnson came out yeah. today and said that the the genuine quality players that he has at his disposal, they're they're on they're on the injury bed. So who's almost mm. like not that just Kyle, not, Kyle McGuinness? Not yeah. Kyle McGuinness. Kevin Nisbet, excuse, Martin Boyle. That's what yeah. he's he's saying. McGuinness, McGeady. Doyle, Hayes, Nisbet and McCurdy. McCurdy is not a quality player. No. He came out and said that they were the, they were the guys that can make a difference the in the final in the third. third. But, that, um, but yeah, so but I just you, think you're saying you don't have anyone else. Yeah. But they've got loads, they've got fucking loads of players. Yeah, they've got too many. I mean, they obviously have, um, compared to, if you look at the Aberdeen score. That was the last team, Tavares coming off the bench oh, as well. Yeah, that was a good laugh. Um, but yeah, they, they just, they feel like they've, they've um, spread their budget too, too thinly. But I do wonder about Johnson's approach generally. Is that actually going well, to be Well, his approach was very, he's came out again today and, and said, you know, he gave the young players the chance and he thought that it was the young players could take to Ross County and, and deliver something. And I'll be totally honest, I, 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 this is not the, the best analysis, but I looked at the squad, uh, the team rather, and I didn't think that screams a youthful team. Mm. And he said, I could have picked more experienced players, but I didn't. Um, so is he talk- as in they took, he took so, uh, Dimitri yeah. Mitchell off for Stevenson. It's not. It's not like playing. It's not like playing the B side, and and that's what yeah. like, he was saying that you know I gave the young boys a and chance, he, and I thought purchase. the young players could have done something. And the young players, so Kenna, I would suppose, would be one of them. He's been in the team the last Again, couple of games, a, exactly. And he's a summer signing, exactly. And Kurevich. is yeah, nineteen. Played, this is what I feel with the Scotland women. Oh my, Melkus Melkusson played as well, but again, well. So if you play Mel- you don't play Milkson, you play Johan instead, which would end up being the strike partnership in the second half. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's not, rubbish. It's not like we saw B team players go, no. or uh, under, uh, guys who have got an yeah. under 18 youth league who are, no. maybe he should delve uh, yeah, into. Yeah, um, it, it wasn't like that. The, one of those were, were leading the line. So mm. I, I felt um, some comments today were a bit odd. Mm. Yeah. Yes, I could. Oh, I could honestly, I can honestly like put up a lightning round. Yeah, actually, can you give me thirty seconds on a timer, and I'll just go through the Hibs team one by one. And like, did they actually yeah, do it? Right, yeah. <laughs> what do you do? Right, give me, give me thirty seconds. Right, right go let me go through the players. Right, Dimitri Mitchell. Yeah, he's missed his game birth, but uh, don't know what. Aye, he might have been up his arse in this game because he didn't really make a whole lot of sense. Ewan Henderson. I just don't see what you do, mate. Sorry, you just you you you. you Purport to be a really good technical player, but you don't actually affect the game at all. Chris Cadden, can you ever play for an entire game? You're always really effective, one half or the other, do a lot, get forward, great chances, but otherwise you don't seem to do much. Elias Melkison, welcome to Scottish football, mate. You've been here long enough. You need to really toughen up. Ellie Yuhan, right, that's, God, that's what? <laughs> that's thirty seconds. <laughs> I just there's never been a good footballer called Ewan. Ellie Yuhan, shite. Ewan Henderson, shite. Mm. Ewan Henderson's not. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, I was, <laughs> we actually I was thinking about Liam. No, he's he's good. 
He's all right. I really was thinking about Liam Henderson there. Yeah, no, you're an Henderson shit. Okay, speaking of... No, no good link here. Uh, actually, Ewan Henderson's former club. Exactly, yeah. and Liam Henderson's and former Liam club. Henderson's it was a perfect link. Yeah. As all that was done I for. I keep forgetting. I always just think of Liam Henderson as a Hibs player. I forget that he was at Celtic. No, I don't. Um, right, aye, Celtic won 2-1 at Motherwell. Amy, how does it feel to be top of the league by seven points and uh, still have uh, everybody out to get you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, welcome the charge. Um, <laughs> it wasn't a, a tantalising Celtic performance um, at Fir Park, um, and the, the record against Motherwell, like Celtic have, is, is unbelievable. It's it's insane. Um, and speaking about like Dundee United in, in the midweek, well, like Celtic haven't lost a midweek game since 2016 I think it's something like that like in the Scottish Premiership of course don't even talk about Europe Ewan I can see they are waiting to jump down my throat um, no in the in the Premiership and yeah I don't think they've lost it for Park since 2014 if that's right um, but it wasn't anything um Tantalising. Mm. It wasn't Celtic esque. Um, oh, no, no, actually, sorry, day. I just figured out the midweek defeat, so I just wanted to answer the. There was, you didn't ask, but no, I just wanted. To, aye. <laughs> sorry, sorry for interrupting you, but it was a two-one defeat to St Johnson, wasn't it? I don't know because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't. Um, it's a long time. Mm. It could be. I, I know the game. I know that game. Because that, that was the second last game before the season yeah. of Dyla's last season. Yeah, and then Rodgers took over. So it wouldn't have been a Rodgers defeat because that was an, an invincible season. So yeah. it must have been that. It has to be. Well so, done. Oh. Thank you. You closeted yeah. Tim. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what they all say yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that charge had been levelled previously. <laughs> um, again, it's, it's not. I don't want to just spend the game speaking about VR, but it's. We've all seen that camera angle for the disallowed Jota goal, haven't we? I think, we, I think we just have to take the linesman. Oh. Uh, the best view in the house is uh, put up in the I, it was offside. I think, it be, I think he is like... I think he probably is offside. I think he's leaning offside. Oh. Yeah. It's, a, it's a wonder for the footballing purist. It is a disgrace that that but goal... The, yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, but the thing is, if it wasn't for VAR, uh, Jota wouldn't have even finished because the linesman's flag would have gone up as soon as he touched yes. the ball. Well, stop being a spoil sport. Um, I just think it's a stunning, stunning goal, and I'm devastated that it's been cut off. But yeah, there has to be better angles than that. Yeah. And I have yeah, been assured. Well, there was. There was. We saw it on the telly. Yeah. There was. What was wrong with the lights um, in that one? I prefer the, screen, the screenshot is one from literally Hamilton. I don't know geography if Hamilton's that direction from Motherwell, but let's take Graham Thulis come yeah. at me. Um, yeah, it. Motherwell weren't great. Uh, I've seen a few comments sort of come through that, you know, they gave Celtic a, a, a real run. If Celtic were more clinical, it could be, you know, Yakimakis could easily have scored. Um, I, quite, I quite enjoyed Kyogo moonlighting as a Motherwell physio. <laughs> is, he does that with every with player. <laughs> he does that with everyone. No. It's not just um, that was Bevis McGabby. That, uh, it, Bevis, we're talking about that there, one, yeah. yeah. He stayed there for yeah, 80s. And then I was like, oh, did he enter him? And then I like, saw the replay. Was it like, wasn't was even him. It was Adam Moy, wasn't it? <laughs> Who, if yeah. Adam Moy could hurry up and actually score for Celtic, they were, uh, no one is presented with more glorious, glaring goal scoring opportunities. Oh, that missing Adam Hearts Moy. The, the Hearts yeah. one is the, the pick of the bunch. Um, but again, he had a good chance. Um, against Motherwell and he's just not scoring but who cares because he's going to a World Cup and I'm not um, mm. but yeah Kyogo he does that with every injured player he always goes over and uh, is, it must be is that a healing process thing? I don't know um, I'll figure that one out that's weird um, I think some, it's Karen or something no I just no. think it's Karen why, why does it have yeah. to be weird no I don't like it <laughs> I get, if I'm playing against Kyogo and I get injured I don't want him in my face <laughs> you alright mate fuck off yeah exactly <laughs> I don't think like, his English isn't even that great, so exactly. I don't What's know he what saying? he's saying. Um, but I, I, I do take quite a vested interest in it because I just go like, "What are you doing?" I know, what you, I know what you mean. I've seen him do, kind of do it before, but he just hung around for so long yeah, with this yeah, one. Yeah, even once the physio had turned up, he was the still physio, there. Like, they pat each yeah. other on the back. It's, uh, reciprocate. it's not like uh, get out my face. It was like he was talking to the physio, like giving him his opinion. Because he kept like touching the leg and <laughs> the knee. Like, is this where it hurts? Like, that's what my dad used to do when you're we have got a bruise. Is that what it is? Bang. Like, ow. Um, and mm. aye, that's sort of what he, he does. But I, I don't see anything wrong with it. What I do potentially see something wrong with is, and I agree with Stevie Hamill here, 
En för det är second goal. The throne. Have we have we all seen? Oh, well, have I have. We all seen? So of <laughs> course you have. So said Hak Savanovic is off the pitch, but the throne cannons off him, and then Celtic get possession. Save the time. Blah 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 blah. Pings the ball. A beautiful, beautiful pass into the path of Maida. You know, um, it's it's a stunning one. To, for Jota to latch on to the Dislogo earlier but the Turnbull one is just it's stunning it's a, mm. a, a bit of backspin on the pass yeah it's nice. just class like when the camera zooms in and just follows the ball it's, I think that's why Maida was he actually able to control it yeah because it's just it's one touch boom yeah but when you're actually seeing it, it does happen right in front of Stevie Hamill yes the throwing comes off Sedak Zivanovic who is off the park mm-hmm. so Really, should the goal stand? I'm no, it should be a free kick. No, so it should, it should be an indirect free kick. Is that not something that we can do with VAR? Well, it should, VAR is supposed to go with the whole passage of play, yeah, isn't it? At the attacking phase, but it's the go- well. What is the attacking phase? Then is that it's just from Celtic, when Celtic? It? So, yeah, yeah because well, I, I I would have thought that that would have to have been viewed. I, I, I suspect they just didn't look at it. No, yeah, VAR didn't realize. I mean, I, I imagine. But I mean, and, and that's the, you know, it's, it's a, a human, human error. But I don't. I mean, I, I don't think um, it changed the result. Well, it could have on because paper, then Motherwell did, scored yeah. late on um, in a mad moment again. That just sometimes you just think Joe Hart because you're doing nothing during the game. Do you just sort of switch off after eight to five minutes? Mm-hmm. Um, it was a nice finish. From, it was. It was a nice finish. But yeah, it was. It was very, very much a routine Celtic job done, pack up, up the road sort of thing. There wasn't a lot to um, to to shout home about, but mm. the um, the run continues and seven clear at the top, and um, mm. I'm quite happy with that. That uh, well, will get bigger. That, yeah. It could have got bigger. <laughs> yes, it could have got bigger. It, uh, at Ibrox, it's, well, it's one hearts. man wanted it to get bigger. I did. I did. This it, is the worst it, case scenario. His, his hearts were defeated 1 0 by Rangers. And, and what was the worst case scenario for Ewan Taylor, who stated clearly before the game that his preferred result was hearts to get a result so Giovanni Van Bronckhorst was to get seven. Seven. And if or, not, that, or if we are. Or, or if that, if Rangers put in a similar performance yeah. to they did in the Aberdeen game yeah. and absolutely blew hearts away. That didn't happen. Rangers were pretty poor. Hearts weren't great themselves. Mm. Hearts were good defensively. But yeah. going forward, they didn't have an awful lot. I think Lon. I've seen Hearts fans say like Lon Shankland played well, but usually the ones that are moaning about Nielsen. I thought Lon Shank was very poor in this game. Yeah. I think he conceded possession too easily, far too often. Josh Dinelli had the two moments in the game mm. where Hearts really threatened, but and I don't want to be too harsh on Dinelli because often, well, earlier this season, in, in fact, until like a couple of weeks ago, I always joked about Dinelli. You could tell when he's going to play well within the first five to ten minutes because mm. if he looks interested then he's going to have a good game. He's very good against Celtic. But he's actually, in the last, probably maybe just, do, especially for a winger, over the course of this season, I think he's actually been, when he, especially when he's played in his natural position on the right of a, of a front three. Mm. And, and not a, and not the front three from last season when it was like two number tens. Like actually when he's played as a right winger, he has actually been pretty solid, I think, for most of the season mm. without being spectacular. And that's kind of, he's now won that position, I would say, from Alan Forrest. Mm. But he didn't have a great game other than those kind yeah. of two threatening moments. And without them to play... When you're playing, going to play with a front two away from home to Rangers, you need them to, to do something, and neither of them done much. And that was kind of Hart's yeah. downfall in the end. Yeah. I thought, I mean, I, I think that was, Hart's probably approached it in the right manner. Uh, oh, yeah, if you're I mean, a Hart's fan, then it was Robbie Nielsen being an utter shite bag. Yeah. Should, should have had a go. Should have pinned them uh-huh. back. Well... Because that's, 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 that's very easy to do. Yes. Away to Rangers, who've lost one league game in three fucking years. <laughs> yes. So I, I think... Because uh, that's what Aberdeen did. Aberdeen had to go and got mauled. Yes, um, that and, could have been eight-one. Yeah, and that, that's what Rangers really want teams to do. Uh, you know, unless they're better than us. <laughs> so, which uh, as it happened to you, obviously, don't don't have a go, Napoli, um, because we'll struggle with that. But uh, if you could <laughs> say that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be great. But uh, but uh, yeah, Aberdeen, come on, because that's great. And I think Hearts basically was just uh, look to me. The plan was sitting. You you trying to use, but it wasn't. On the break it wasn't just sitting. It wasn't just sitting and launch it long. No, no. It, it was, was trying yeah, trying to keep possession and yeah. trying to frustrate a Rangers. Couple of time, a couple of times that almost backfired. You know, Tillman won the ball maybe a couple of times, but uh, I mean Rangers are just so plodding at the moment that the the way to to play against Rangers is just try and be fairly stuffy. Uh, don't concede early. Um, and eventually we'll do something stupid probably um, which we managed to avoid just about <laughs> in this game but uh, not for the want of trying um, at times uh, but I mean it, 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 
Ryan Kent in the first half drove me bananas. He was he, he keeps on giving the ball to worse players than him in worse positions than he's in. <laughs> when just did shoot. Ryan Kent just last shoot. play well in the Scottish Premiership for would, Rangers? Last Aberdeen. Night, I would say last night in the second half. Second half, I was good. Yeah, he was good. But <laughs> and Aberdeen gave it was good. Yeah, Aberdeen. I mean, he, he can't. You, you can ask when he was last time he played well two games in a row. I was just going to yes, say consecutive very, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Um, 2020. Yeah. yeah, yeah, probably. Um, but so a bit, and that's the annoying thing is, you know, last night showed why he has to be in the team because he's still the one that actually, you know ends up making the ultimately making the goal, um, and you know, put on the made the other best chance in the game. But I mean, in the first half, fucking hell, he just. Frustrated the life out of me, and that—that's where we are. I mean, I—I don't—I don't think he's like down tools. Some people are saying that. I mean, it makes no sense because his contract's up. He's tanking. Yeah, his you, sh- you should. He's chucking his toys out the pram. He's In a contract from, season, you should be going hell yeah, for leather. Yeah, he's basically saying instead of, instead of yeah, you know, I don't want to sign for Leeds. I want to sign for QPR. <laughs> you know, that's you know that's that's what I want to do with my career because that's where he's going. I mean, he's going. I don't. I don't think you go to a Premier League team playing like this. No, you go to a Championship team if you if he goes to England. Um, so. So that's what. He, so he's tanking his own career. I, I don't. Similarly unusual approach from Alfredo Morelos. Yes, as well. <laughs> indeed. Yes. So I, I, they've not. I don't think they have. Ch- you know, they have chucked it. I think they're just playing utterly shite. And and I have no confidence whatsoever. And uh, I think the approach doesn't suit uh, Ken. Uh, he's not really a. He's not a, a wide winger. Who does this approach suit? suit. <laughs> Very few players in the team. Uh, Antonio Cholak, maybe? Not even really. What's his XG at these days? I've actually yeah, seen Rangers fans saying he at? should maybe come out of the team and Morelos should go in yeah, instead. Yeah, well, I mean, Morelos was probably better than him last night, but wasn't great either. He does look a wee bit slimmed down, Morelos. A wee bit, but... I think a lot of people are being... He just there. always plays himself yeah. into shape, doesn't he? I mean, well, a lot of people are being sort of wains about Morelos, I think, because he's just like, oh, he's my favourite player, so I want him in the team. Mm. I mean, he's had chances this season. He's not taking them. He could have been in the team by now. He's been fit <laughs> in inverted commas. Um, <laughs> you know, for months now. Uh, you know, even since he had his wee sort of fallout and you know, was, was didn't play in the PSV away game. So he, he's been around. He's had chances. He started games. He's not done well enough. So there's a reason Cholak's in the team because Cholak's top scorer in the league and and uh, you know his, his performance has been generally fairly consistent. Morelos is. I have, I have not been so. Uh, I, I think he, he may start against him in the weekend because he, he as I say, he's probably the better of the two last night. But I'd, you know, I, I don't. I, I wouldn't expect him to do much um, on Saturday. We shall, we shall see. But, um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Nobody, Is this Giovanni Van Bronckhorst last game in charge? I hope so. <laughs> it should be. I mean, it really should be. It, it's such a good. I mean, you, you never get this chance mid-season to change the manager and you know and. and Given you know, because even even normally you obviously do have a winter break, but if you change manager, then a manager come has you know comes in and it's also the January transfer window right away, and he's having probably having to make loads of decisions you know while still trying you know without really having you know played any games with the the squad. Whereas this would be perfect chance if you know, say a new manager came in on Sunday, which would be perfect. Please do that, Rangers. I'm surprised then, he's not out the door already. Yeah, I I I am. Um, I thought after the St Johnson game that would have been him, but. They're obviously desperate not to sack him unless Why? they absolutely have to. I think probably because it costs money. A lot of money. Um, and they what? and they must think that... 35 million for the Champions League or whatever it was. Like, yeah, I, I, we've got, I mean, there is money there. I mean, they can afford it. It's just, obviously, ideally you would spend that money on other things you, like, than sacking manager. I mean... A, Realistically. There, there isn't a, yeah, there isn't an Joy obvious... Joey Barton. Sean Dyche. Would you really take the Sean Dyche? The man who made Joey Barton, Joey Barton. Would you really take Sean Dyche? Uh, well, not really. I mean, I think he'd be better than uh, Van Bronckhorst, probably. Um, but I wouldn't... I don't know the how... The thing with Van Bronckhorst, and I, might, I said this on uh, yesterday's record, I don't know if I'll make it on a Friday show or not, but it's just the fact that there's so many players in that Rangers team who we know are, are very this. good players at this yeah. level who have been pretty crap this season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. We don't look fit. We don't look... I mean, you, know, you can make the excuses you'd make from our... Injuries, uh, injuries. Would be the main one. Um, probably been a wee bit unlucky uh, in in terms of. Yeah, you know, I think the week probably could be closer. Um, I think you know, X, X, XG wise, <laughs> should be. Oh my god! Celtic have got Celtic have got four points from 
games that they pulled out their arse in the last second, which yeah. maybe which obviously, yeah, but that's part of being stopped. a good team, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But well. but I mean, like the St Johnson game, for example, if Jay Wright isn't a fucking idiot, that's a draw. <laughs> so um, Jay Wright's so yeah, yeah. So but we've not had a game like that where you know. That team has been an absolute idiot in the last minute, which would be great if teams could start doing that. So, but the, the point is, this season's gone. So, and are you really going to give Van Bronckhorst? This next season's season? gone. Yeah, I mean, the season, the league's done. So, it is. I mean, it's definitely done. Um, but I mean, Celtic will win the league by uh, <laughs> over ten points. There's no question about it. So, uh, so he's going to need fan down know, after well, this. I mean, it is. I mean, I don't That's even terrible like, outlook. Yeah, but it is. But like. Well, because Roger's argument of the was that six leagues, point six well, exactly. points this time last year. Uh-huh. So that means that yeah, but that's it's up against that team that we chucked a six point lead. <laughs> so it's not. It's actually that's the opposite. I mean, that's not a reason so we're why now it's going to happen again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah, well, it's actually that's. I'm, I'm a unit, that. That's like the yeah. league's. At it's like oh, this team. This team hasn't. You know, we're up against. I think the know, league's done. They've not, not lost a game in a year. I think the league's done as long as Van Bronckhorst is there. I don't think it's necessarily done if they sack him now and bring in a replacement because there's still three old firm games. We're not going to win all three. No, but you can still. <laughs> and you never, you never know. Football changes. So, football changes are an instant. If you're yeah, picking another manager, can do, but yeah, something would have. I mean, the only way would you say like Postal Glucos. Maybe there's no, a dream or, team style bus crash. Or Cel- yeah, <laughs> yeah, Cel- Celtic. Celtic Hutchins Celtic United yeah. style. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that could happen. <laughs> Callum McGregor is like sniped. Uh, Hamden feels like he is right now. Yeah, the League Cup final, maybe. Who knows? Something like that happened. Then fantastic. But it doesn't seem likely to me at this point in time. Um, and I, I just think Celtic are in a, in a poor, much stronger position. So something, I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying. So I mean, it's not like you know. I don't think uh, it's not irretrievable in terms of you know. I don't think Celtic are going to be brilliant forever and Rangers are going to be terrible forever. But I think this for this season in the league, I think it's it's pretty much done. So what's the point in what's the point in bringing in uh, or letting Van Bronckhorst? Are you going to give Van Bronckhorst? What? How does this season go that Van Bronckhorst gets next season? Cups. You went when? Well, I don't care about the cups. Oh, so. I mean, I'd rather win them than not, but you know, there's not a reason, you know, no to, reason to keep them. To keep them, so uh, yeah, because if, if we lose the league by ten points, but we win the Scottish Cup, who cares? Mm. Like, yeah. that's not a reason to keep the manager. So, uh, well, this time just like the other team, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> We tried. I want the Scottish Cup. I want the Scottish Cup. I know, yeah, you did. So rubbish for ninety minutes, but still doing it then. Yeah. So I, I I just think you. What's the point in letting it drag out? Uh, Whereas this is a perfect time to change manager, and then you do get a better, um, you know, a better chance to for a new manager to come in. You know, uh, get his feet under the table, and then you because and also there has to be so much turnover in the squad. You actually need whoever's going to be the manager next season to be involved in the decision-making process in January because Rangers need to make a lot of signings in January not really for this season but for next season hmm. there, need, there needs to be like a long-term you know, the, all, you know so many players are out of contract uh, there's going to be a big changeover and I, I think that needs to start in January I think some players should go out on loan like John Sutter Stephen Maroon actually don't need them Toby Subic was fucking class let him get fit first and then we're not sending them back to where he gets injured all the time We'll keep an eye on him. <laughs> He's getting injured more now. I folks, there was like, he one game. He only had like one bad injury season. Was now. He said, "Oh, about three so far." No, he's had one. It was just Joe Nubley. Uh, ruined him he's just not been the same since uh, <laughs> broke his heart only game <laughs> it's a broken heart he's got yes. it's need mended talk about Joel Nubley that's who we should sign in January start the the for revolution for a, a million pounds yes whatever it costs get Bamboo as well <laughs> so it's so, so David right Martindale's manager David Martindale's manager would you take Martindale's manager yeah, there was a poll of follow follow and it like said if you had to choose you'd get a manager from the, the rest of the league who would you, would you go for it was like 70% Martindale and the the denizens of follow follow. That's fair to like. I, I've like you're not going to take Postacoglu. They're not going to take good. Well, one. they didn't. They didn't. Postacoglu would would be my choice, but he wasn't on the on the ballot. Like uh, you're not going to get good. <laughs> it'd be great if we just went and appointed Postacoglu. Um, yeah, Goodwin was well. Yeah, Goodwin's not like as a good, fan. Goodwin you're had, not going to say, "Oh, I want Jim Goodwin." Yeah, are you? Goodwin had more votes than Lee Johnson. Lee Johnson had zero, whereas Jim Goodwin had like four, which I thought was interesting. Was Robbie, what did Robbie get? Robbie Nielsen was second. I would say like, he'd be yeah, second, he'd about yeah. 10-15% or something like that. But yeah, Martindale was the, the people's choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> the people's choice. Yeah. <clears throat> right, I think that'll do us. Um, but the only thing else I was going to say about Hearts, it was great to see Kai Rolls back starting. And he, he, was, he was good. Uh, he did get robbed at one point by Morelos, but I did think that was maybe a foul as well. Yeah. How have you taken to the, the Cammy Devlin crying at international call-up? I nearly cried myself. Really? 
Poignant moment. That video. Yeah. <laughs> First thing this morning. It was a bit emotional. Touch a moment. <laughs> right, that'll do us. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you to you. You're welcome. Thank you to Amy. You're very welcome. If you'd like to hear more from they too, especially Amy, then so me. Yeah, you should check out the Patreon, which is hosted by Tony Anderson, because uh, the way we've uh, structured this is that Tony took care of the Patreon, had to care of the main show, as we both covered for Rob's absence. And Tony hosts, I think, and, and asked Amy some questions, and then you talk for a while. A long while, and Ewan just sat there, drank yeah. a lot of water. It was about the SWPL Cup. And the Scotland squad? Yeah, the international setup, sort of what's um, the confusion surrounding um, the the announcement today. Mm. But you're not, yeah, why are you, why are you pondering? You know. <laughs> yeah, I do know. You learnt an awful lot. Did, you're did. welcome. You're, very, very welcome now. And that's patreon.com forward slash test podcast, and that will be on our £2 per month tier. Mm. Right. Thank you very much for listening, and for the final weekend of Scottish Premiership action before the World Cup. I hope you enjoy your football. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.